All right, we'll wait. Uh, thank you for watching here. It's Traders Stay Late. It's your market recap. Thank you so much uh, for joining again. We do have the Benzinga Pro platform here. So as soon as someone hits, uh, we will have this for you immediately. I did hit save on that board. It should be right uh, as it comes up. If not, run to my computer and go do that. Uh, but we're waiting for Crowd Microsoft. If you come over to my screen right now, you'll be able to see what I'm looking at as well. There it is, Benzinga. We'll find out what's going on with that coming out soon. Any sort of earnings that drop. And then as you'll see on the board, there it is right there. We have Nucor and SMCI. Kind of a slow day, kind of a slow day uh, for earnings. But tomorrow we start kicking it all. Make sure you do watch the podcast. We talked all about earnings and what to expect here today. All right, I was just looking at this because I bit right there 3% to the upside today. And I just, I'm using iBit as Bitcoin. We could probably put up GBTC. Maybe that makes a little bit more sense. I'm still trying to add Ethereum uh, to this list. Shout out to Michael Noss if he's watching. I can't get it. It's the only one. I'm doing it the same way as all the rest. iBit up 2.8%. Actually, Michael wants to talk a little bit about TAN today, so maybe we'll do that. Again, an ETF that's near the bottom. This is your solar ETF. This is the Invesco. What was down today? UNG, they call this the Widowmaker. For a reason, it is downside right now. Uh, General Motors uh, boosts quarterly dividend 33% from $0.09 cents to $0.12. Cents. We'll see if GM doing anything here in the aftermarket. Uh, nope, not much going on there. You know Michael Nosh has been talking uranium for a while. This name looks to break out as well. We'll talk to him about that. What else was up today? It's the Qs, baby. All-time highs for both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. Who thought we'd get to all-time highs at the end of January? I actually thought, and you guys know this, I thought there could have been a pullback in the market late January. Let's just wait to see what happens after Powell and this week of earnings. Kind of hard for the market to make a move down when earnings keep kicking, you know what, uh, upside, and that's what they're doing right now. And you know what's upside? The SMDAMH continues to go as well, up 1.2%. Hey, man, my eyes are still over here. No big earnings out yet. We're waiting for Nucor, as you can see on the board. That's not out. And then wait till you see SMCI. Right now, maybe it's out, maybe it's not. SMCI right now from 495 all the way up to 502 and change. Let's see what's happening with SMCI. Possible upside mover right now for this. Up to 502 and change. Starting to go is SMCI. I don't have it out, of course. This is super micro. Uh, today, what a day for AMD. Uh, this is the daily chart up here. This is the minute chart. You know what? Uh, let's keep a minute chart up, but let's zoom out a little bit just to see what exactly we had. So it was a nice bottom today. I got to get crosshairs up on here. Uh, right click. Uh, 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 uh. I'll do this after, uh, but down there, 174.75. Because I use the same layout for the podcast, some things have changed uh, a little bit on there, but again, AMD, nice move, closing back near where we kind of started, up at 178.25, but look at this huge move early. This is just potentially Wednesday morning, AMD coming tomorrow night, Huge move to the downside, but look where we bought up, 174 down there for AMD. So we'll take a look at that. Um, as SMCI, we are all still waiting with bated breath on this report. So what else was good today? Gold down 0.7. We could have a look there for GLD, possibly buying some strength. The news today, though, we had some news. Um, Amazon and iRobot. So you're going to see IRBT today. 52-week uh, lows. 
So here we go. Nice move to the downside again. Can't remember the price that they were getting bought at, but it definitely was not here as that deal squashed from Amazon. Now iRobot making new lows there. Nice downside move. The EU terminates this. Amazon set to report earnings Thursday. Let's have a quick look at what Amazon did off that. Hey, no iRobot, no problem for Amazon as that continues to make moves to the upside. We don't really need volume down here. Maybe we'll get rid of volume and squash that to the downside. But there we go. Nice move up for Amazon there today, finishing at the day's high for AMZ. And, uh, you know, some interesting names that we've talked about again on the podcast. We've talked about Adobe buying that dip. And man, was that a good trade? A... A-D-B-E, hello, that's Adobe. I was like, why isn't that loading up right there, 565? We talked about that coming into this level, and we actually talked about it in and around that day was our first podcast in the new year. Now Adobe taking out highs. And why did we like it? AI. So who's going to be that AI, AI, AIO? Uh, Microsoft, the one of the only names right now with a product that's out there both on the consumer side and on the business side, the enterprise side, co-pilot right now we had daniel shea talking all about amazon i like it needless or sorry microsoft i like it all the way to the top side and that was a good trade for us there uh we're not logged in okay we'll have to get logged in on on our account to show you some of that trade there for amazon uh but we still don't have any earnings out yet is smci out no it's not we are brought to you by benzinga so if there's anything in here also trade ideas a sponsor uh as well but for right now we're going to look at our benzinga platform and unfortunately nobody here to be found on benzinga you know what here let's go into this let's go into our trader information portal uh, is it not going to load? Here it is. And let's just find out while I get the show up here, we can actually see who made the most money Friday here at uh, Day Trade the World. So we're going to find that out in just a minute. I'm also going to check out who's live with us. We have over 4,000 right now watching. We are also live on Twitter right now. So we'll go over to the profile and find out for that and see how many people are watching. Oh yeah, was I even tagged in that today? I must have been tagged probably. So we'll go find that in just a second. Go find the notifications on Twitter. Here it is right here. Let's go find out how many people are watching. Shout out to everybody on Twitter right now. We have 12 viewers on Twitter. So let's go. 4,000 watching on YouTube. We're also live. You can go find us on Twitter right now. That's a nice car. SoFi Upside Super Micro coming through right now. Go find us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also find us on X. So thank you to that as well. Um, I'm just getting logged in here to the platform. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. Taking a while, there must be a problem with that. But let's go find out who made the most money. This is who made the most money at Day Trade the World on Friday. So we'll do some calculations here, and we'll wait for Michael Noss, and we'll wait for SMCI uh, to come through as well. Just quick check back on Benzinga. Uh-oh, it's out. So we'll get those in a minute. SMCI right now beats 559 versus 493. Sales for, wow, big beat here uh, for SMCI. We will talk about this with Benzinga Pro, but let's go over and have a quick look at the action in SMCI. Okay, so yeah, not much. Up to 510. So taking out all, you know, highs right there. Let's go over to a weekly chart just to see how high we could fly on SMCI. We're already upside, already at all-time highs. Let's go back to a daily to have a quick little look. So that all-time high, 496. Right now, you're 498 coming through. Nice bottom, 495 trying to hold. The high we got was 510. 
So SMCI right now, nice beat. It looks like green is beats everywhere, right? Estimates 493 beating uh, by 14% on the upside of that one. The company added quarterly sales 3.67 billion. That's a beat as well as we start to go. Nice move upside. We'll wait to see if we get any talk here uh, about movements forward. So let's just think about what we're talking about. I'm going to take a sip of water. Shout out to Hydration Nation. Look, SMCI, beat top line, beat bottom line, but ultimately it's right where we are right now at the close. So we'll wait to see, again, well worth it, looking to see if the guide does anything. So if AMD beats and NVIDIA beat, we still need to wait for that guide. So SMCI right now, downside a little bit. Cliffs, wasn't that reporting as well? Uh-oh, guess what? Cliffs is falling off of a, too easy, too easy. 1480 coming in right there for Cliffs. We'll see what's going on right now. 1836 bottom pick uh, there for Cliffs. So again, what are they doing? They have a bottom take. I sure hope for all that noise, people made more than 10 bucks over there. Uh, all right, so Cliffs, <laughs> Cliffs right now. Uh, FY steel shipment volumes, 16.5 million for 16.4 million. Fabian, go find out what happened. I want to know. Uh, go find out what happened over there because maybe it's something we should talk about. Um, SMCI quarterly insights right now. Unfortunately, not much happening there for that uh, for SMCI. But we already know that move. Here's Cliffs right here. Uh, okay, misses. So minus five cents versus four cents. Sales, 5.1 billion miss. So right now, nice misses overall on Cliffs. But it's kind of just hanging out here. Nice downside push. Still hovering around there. Not a bad move there for CLF coming through today. Um, you know, again, transports we could look at. Copper. But right now, not much reporting there. We're still waiting for NUE if that comes out. That's going to be Nucor. Again, not expecting a huge move. But look what Nucor is doing. We've had stocks that have come out near their all-time highs and beat and just blasted up. Look where Nucor is, man. We keep on buying the best names. We're still long Nucor. Not a super sexy name. There is a dividend here. We've seen name X again. Some bio talk here with Nippon. That's already done. Is Nucor going to be the next name? I don't think that Nucor is going to get too much worry here, but we'll wait for that report to come through. And it's still SMCI. We still wait. Oh, there it is. SMCI right now taking it back up to the upside. So again, nice move, man. Getting rewarded. A beat on sales, a beat on earnings, EPS, and it's a nice upside move as SMCI taking names up 7.8%. We talked about what SMCI's uh, expected move was 10% and change. There it goes. Nicely done. It's Hydration Nation. We need another one. Ah, for that. So SMCI going, 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 gone. So I can't log in right now, unfortunately. I, I, we must be having some issues still um, with being able to log in and out of Prosper Pro 8. So I won't be able to show you too many of the trades that we had today, but I do want to show you something else. Uh, we can bring on Michael ASAP. I mean, if we want to talk about trading, I don't know who better to talk about it with than my main guy. It's Michael Noss. Let's bring him in. Like, Michael, I was just going to go over some more trades there, but I'm like, 
I might as well shoot the shit with you because let's do well. that right yeah. now. What a move now for SMCI. I mean, we're always going to talk about earnings on the show. I want to thank you for coming through. You and I talked a little bit last week, but this is a big movement. Is this something that we should look for from AMD or NVIDIA? SMCI again, this is all-time highs. Oh, that's not as all-time highs. Let me just zoom this back out, Michael. Right here, well, yeah, every, every tick up right now, every new all-time highs for SMCI. Are we to expect that from AMD? Look at this move. We're now breaking higher on that. Wow, what a time to be alive, Michael, and what a time to be long. Yeah, you, you have to imagine that a lot of this is going to be priced into right. those other, the NVIDIAs, the AMDs, to lesser extent, maybe even the Intels. Uh, and we do have earnings on a lot of this coming up soon. It's, it feels to me like we are in this just a bit of euphoric state right now that we need to ride as long as we can. You know, a lot of people say, hey, you know, uh, we're a little overdone. It's time to sell everything and move on. But like I talked about uh, in my morning chat with you guys is that I'm just looking for other stuff to buy elsewhere because, right, NVIDIA, yes, this is overdone. If we look at SMCI, yeah, that's overdone. But these things can get way wilder coming up so i'm not one to read or, or understand the earnings behind this but obviously what they reported is fantastic if we hold these gains going into tomorrow you can only imagine it's going to be good for the smh the semiconductor index which like you mentioned with smci is new all-time highs pretty much every time it, it prints an all-time high so you can only imagine that we're going to see this up in probably the 196s tomorrow yeah, and I was going to say, um, even here with AMD, I mean, if you come over to my screen, everybody, we're also using, by the way, the Trade Ideas platform. Michael, you guys are killing it over there uh, with all of this. Look at this aftermarket movement here with AMD taking out 178. It's like we were just up here, and I was like, wow, we're going to close near the high, and there it is again going back up to the upside. We could zoom back out here to like a 10-minute. We're just now trying to get back 180, 185. We'll see about AMD coming through tomorrow. But yeah, man, all these littler names like SMCI continue to carry everything. But we did get a bad report from Intel. So maybe what, all right, look, Adair is the queen of all puns. So I'm going to say, is there any Intel on Intel? But that's pretty weak, Michael. <laughs> but you could see here, if we come back to this, we're now below the 50 period. I'll give you a second to load this up, although you probably already have it. We're below the mm -hmm. 50 period moving average. Should we maybe on strength in the semis, strength in SMH, would you say to pick up weaker names because we've fallen on this or just stay with the strong names until they fail and forget about Intel. Maybe we wait for the 200 or something. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm selling strength, but this seems to be getting a little carried away. Maybe there's something on Intel that you're noticing. I think if Intel was going to take part in the whole uh, AI craze, it would have done so already. You know, they've been around for a long time. It right. looks like their chips may not be suited for for AI right now. And they may try to chase that. You're going to see a lot of press releases. I'm sure they're going to uh, they're going to release and say, oh, yeah, we're AI, too. But it seems like if the market was going to price them in as a big AI player, they would already do it. I bet you, as someone who worked in the hedge fund space for a long time, what's happening in a lot of these shops is they are buying the SMCIs and the AMDs and the NVIDIAs, and they are shorting the Intels, right? Doing a pairs trade so that if the sector does top right. and start to pull lower, 
I expect that Intel is going to take the brunt of the hit and these other guys are, are going to hold up a little bit stronger. I think your line in the sand Intel is, is pretty uh, clearly defined now after that earnings report. It was around 4550 or so where I drew this blue line. That's the gap. If it can get over there and hold over there and get into the gap, I think you could take a shot there. But until that happens, I'm going to stay away from this one. All right, Michael, it's time to catch a falling knife. Look, you and I have talked a couple times about TAN, all right, this solar ETF. I was always thinking that, hey, if we get a little relief, which we did um, from Enphase, from Solar Edge, and then some talk about possibly, you know, lowering of the rates and whatnot, um, that's going to be better. The more you can borrow, the more you're likely to put some solar panels on your house or you know, commercially as well. But guess what, Michael? We're right back, almost near these bottoms again. Uh, this is just a daily chart. If I pull out the weekly, we still have more room to go. I look back here to 2020, and of course it's October of 2020. We have to go all the way back to find this support. I look at this and say, hey, it's worth a long against this $40 because if rates continue to go back to the upside, or sorry, if rates get come, come back in a little bit, we have the Fed coming on the 31st. Here's Enphase as well. That had a nice move there. Look at Enphase back down. This is still a weekly chart. There's a lot lower to go. Enphase did blast up from 80 up to 140 and is now pulling back as well. But I don't want to play this with individual names, Michael. I want to play this with the ETF. I think TAN looks good, but... I mean, it doesn't really look good, but it's supporting it against that 40. I almost think it's worth 10% worth of a shot here. Are we crazy trying to catch this one? I don't think so. And I, I, I say that because I don't think it's a falling knife anymore, okay. right? Um, the uh, natural gas, that's a falling knife. It's right. always has been since it cracked. The, the thing's just been falling apart forever. What I'm looking at, and I've got some indicators up here in solar, is more of a, a bottoming out and a basing out. And we're seeing that in a couple of these uh, momentum indicators. So uh, this one I have up here, let me just highlight, this is the RSI. And I talked about this this morning, what I'm seeing on the S&P 500 is this negative RSI divergence, essentially saying that this high is taking less momentum than the high before it. Okay. We're seeing kind of the opposite here on solar, where even though we have pretty much equal lows here on solar, we see the momentum indicator pushing up, just showing that these bottoms are holding on pretty nicely. And then the other thing is uh, this um, MACD, right? So just focus on the, the kind of red histogram here, yep. where it looks like it's kind of coiling back up into green. This is another, the MACD is just two moving averages essentially smoothed out. So showing that there is some short-term momentum kind of switching on solar, and then we have the fact that we're just sitting at this support. So I think we have a clear line in the sand. I always, my trading mentor always said, hey, if you're going to jump out a window, make sure it's the basement window. Right. And he would call this a basement window trade where we know pretty quickly if we get a close below 40, I'm wrong and it's time to go. We're sitting at 44, so we're risking about 10%. So if you add a, a little bit to your portfolio in solar, again, I love any time that I can say, hey, I'm wrong at this level. So if we're right and this thing goes back to, I don't know, 50 or 60 or even 70, uh, where it was just a few months ago, 
then you have this this great position that you can pair some of and hold some for a long term. So that's what I'm looking at in solar. If we hold here, we push higher. Again, I think this 42 to $40 is kind of our line in the sand. I like that. We even got smiley faces and frowny faces on the uh, RSI. I mean, we can't go wrong down there. Um, okay, I'm going to steal that jumping out the basement window, but I'll give you credit uh, for that as well because I often have those kind of trades live. So we'll talk about that uh, next time. We call them sometimes those flat bottom breaks, but, you know, I, I like the way that looks. Well-defined entrances and exits, that's what it's all about. Okay. Look, heading into a big tech week, we got 32% of the S&P 500 reporting this week. What's up with the US dollar, man? I mean, you and I can look at UUP. I'll give you a second to call it up if you want. I have it up here on my screen. We went mm -hmm. for a nice little jog, Michael. Uh, come over here, Fabian. Uh, who is, what was that, Fabian? Um, we had a nice little jog here from 2750. Uh, again, those summertime lows. And we're kind of there now. We had a nice move up to $30. There's some traders that were talking to me on the show and they were saying, hey, look, maybe we'd like to hedge some of our, uh, you know, just not just some of our exposure in some of these tech names, because as the U.S. dollar gets weaker, that should be maybe better for some of the tech names. But maybe that's not true here. We've seen some inverted relationships there. So let's throw those relationships out the window and just talk about UUP. So right now we're up to 28 bucks. I like that 27 bottom. I think we could support that. Do you ever recommend possibly buying some U.S. dollars to hedge some positions you have, or do you ever trade the UUP as a sole instrument? I actually trade the UUP fairly frequently, and okay. for the reason that you stated as well, where it's there's been this very strong inverse correlation with stocks and the dollar, and right. it's been that way for a few years now. It's not always that way, and all of anytime there's a correlation between something, that correlation can end and will end at some point. But what's interesting to me is that we've been seeing this for the last few years where stocks are up, dollars down, dollar, right, vice versa. But we're not seeing that right now. So we, as you mentioned, you have this push up in the dollar. Now you would expect that if stocks are going to continue to push to new highs, that you would have the UUP rollover. And we are putting in a potential little bear flag or, or rising wedge here right. that could do that. And if it is, that's going to be a really good trade. But you're right. If you want to hedge against the market, you could buy here and and put your stop around that $27 low as a way to go into cash. Now, also in a high interest rate environment, there's absolutely nothing wrong with going into cash right. into your brokerage account and putting that into something that will yield. So this is my kind of risk on risk off metric. Now, unless the correlation is completely broken, which it could be, this to me is the most important chart in the market right now because it's not acting the way that it did over the last few years. The most important chart in the market, the US dollar, you heard it here first, Mr. Michael Noss. See, normally I'd wrap it up right now. This is my show, we're not doing that. I wanna ask you one more question and people in the chat, I said I'd get to this. They wanna know about SMCI. So right now, Michael, this is absolutely going. We just hit 540. We are now extended. We had Danielle Shea on the show uh, talking all about options. You've now exceeded the 11% implied move. You're up to 12. We just touched 545, 547. This is in front of 3,000 people right now, Michael. SMCI is pulling back. 
if we're long this name, let's just say we took a flyer. Uh, we're long this name. Let's just pretend we're long the equity. I don't know where people would be long options. So where, where tomorrow, if everything falls apart, okay, should we be getting something out? Um, at what levels? Let's go talk a little bit about this. I see some banging around here in and around $500, but it's SMCI with a huge move here. We're kind of banging around here as well at five. I don't know why I'm saying that, at 5.30 to 5.35. Uh, but yeah, I think that this might be a spot. Take a little bit off right now, but I guess we could still climb higher. Hey, maybe this is the new NVIDIA. Could be, and this is part of the problem with technical analysis is when something's making a new all-time high, because I've got no levels to play off of right. on this one. For me, 100%, if I was in this name and I saw a print under $500 tomorrow, uh, I'm going to get out because that means that we are about to go red. We have that green to red play that can, can turn very deadly when you have these news pops that fail. So for me, I would be putting a stop around $500 a share. Like you said, you know, you got a 13% move here after hours. I'd be taking some of that off the table. If I was, in, whenever I'm in a runner, what I do personally, and this is going to be different for everyone, is I pick a moving average, whichever one that you like. I you generally use the eight exponential moving average right. as a trailing stop. It's actually what you see, the moving average you see on the chart here. And the reason I do that is not because it's it's magic or, or fancy in any kind of way, is because then it becomes a very binary choice on when to get out of the, the trade. Because we all have that moment when we're in something that's an amazing trade, but yep. then we get completely stuck, you know, deer in the headlights. Oh, should I sell now? You know, if I sell now, I'm going to make X amount and you start counting all the things you could buy with that money. And then you do, and then, you know, you miss this massive run like we're having on NVIDIA or, or something like that. Um, and I actually, let's use that as an example, because I am in some NVIDIA I took on the 500 break, and that is what I'm doing right now. Uh, because when this thing broke out of this level, I have no reference for where I should be taking profits. So instead of trying to guess where that is, I just decided the first close below the eight EMA, I'm out. Okay. And that might mean I leave a bunch on the table, not selling higher, but it also means that I'm still in at 600, which I know if I hadn't applied this rule, I would. So for me, that's just a very simple way to do it. You're, the moving average you pick is going to depend on how long you want to hold. It'll be a 20 if you want to hold for a longer time. It'll be a, a five if you want to hold for a less long time. But just find something that works for you, and then you can just make it a binary decision, and it's no longer impacting your psychology anymore. It's You look every day. If it closed below the moving average, you get out. And if not, then you're still in. Chartered market technician, Michael Noss, laying it down for you. Thank you so much. I agree, man. You can never, greed can be good. And that's why your example there on NVIDIA is perfect because you got to let things ride. SMCI, take a little piece off here and then see what happens moving forward. Mr. Noss, always a pleasure. Hey, how's your little one, by the way? We, we always forget to talk about how family's going. Growing, healthy, all good? All good. Uh, a little bit bored today. We had a snow day, so kept oh. home from daycare. Um, but all good, super good. healthy, good. watches me on the show and yells data as loud as he can, which oh. is just adorable. So. so sweet. All right. Well, we'll say hi to your son and we will talk to you. Uh, I don't know when, but hopefully soon. It's Michael Noss. Go find him at Michael Noss CMT, both on Instagram and something called Twitter or X. Thank you, Mr. Noss. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Ciao. That's Trader Talk.
I mean, I love living, I mean, I would love to live out east, but hey, I mean, here, you know what it is? It's gorgeous, I, should, I shouldn't tell this to Michael. It's gorgeous, it's three degrees, and snow is pretty hard to find right now. So uh, if, if you're skiing everything, not great to be in the GTA, but for right now, we good, we good. Uh, all right, so there it is. What do we have to talk about next? Sticky no review, all right, uh, we could do, I, uh, unfortunately, I was unable to log into our platform, so I can't show you exactly how I traded it, but let's go have a quick look and we'll review some of the names uh, on there. Who's this handsome gentleman? Oh yeah, that's me. This one is who I mean. That is Brendan Wickens right now. What's up, Brenda? Go check out episode 11 on the podcast. Oh, uh, Sean's tweets. We're going to go back and forth here because we got to get going very, very soon. Look at this. Year-to-date performance, Apple. What? Red? Microsoft up seven, Google up nine, Amazon up five, Meta up 11, hello NVIDIA. Hey, in one month, you're only up 23%. Nah, we're not in a bubble. Uh, and then there's Tesla down 26% in a month. So if you bought some of this and sold some of that, that ain't a bad bucket to be in right there. Uh, all right, let's go over something called the sticky note. I never really heard of it until today, but it is the sticky note and bang right there. We also have what's up to sticky note nation. Oops, I'll put, we'll both put it at the same time. Go find it. I'm going to move it over a little bit. What did we like today? Well, we liked Palantir. Um, let me just, uh, let me switch this over to a three minute chart and start talking a little bit about some of these names that we liked. All right, we liked Palantir long, but the problem is it, it never went down to the levels that we liked, but I'm learning something every single day about the sticky note, and that is, most of the time, the direction is going to be right. It's some of these levels, like catch a dip on Palantir. We knew we really liked the name, but there was no dip. So there it is, it started the day, and a runner all the way to day's high. That's a banger. You good over there, Fabian? Uh, okay. We also had Microsoft. We wanted that long. And boy, did we have that long. Check out what we wrote down right here. Microsoft, long, ahead of earnings. We had 402, good support. But hey, guess what? We bought Microsoft right here at the end of the day. Boom, that to the upside. That was... Oh, just a $3 winner if you held it into the close up there to 410. Alert, alert, alert. We're not done yet, though. Uh, we had AMD long, and oh, my. One time. Two times. It's a three-time banger. Maybe two and a half times. As there goes uh, SoFi. Man, we had this one early on. I wish I could show you my trades, but unfortunately, uh, I'm not able to log in at this station. We'll figure that out tomorrow. Uh, but we bought this early, man. We bought this in the pre-market. We bought it on the dip. We bought it, and then it closed at the end of the day. We got a lot out here, 9.30s for SoFi. We wrote down $9. We had the $9 break. And then we also wrote down, by the way, 8.50. 8.50. And look where the bottom is for this. 8.65 bottom. Good day. Look, thank you so much for watching. But you think we're done yet? Ha <laughs> ha! It's not written on there, but we still have the roll call to go. I forgot to put it on. There's 2,700 of you watching. Thank you so much. We're doing this for you. 
We're bringing the energy here. We're going over earnings. Let's just check out what did Nucor do? We almost forgot about Nucor. Nucor, hello. We actually said this stock had a chance to go. It's near all-time highs for Nucor. And there it is. It's taking it out. And now we're up to 181 for Nucor. Bang. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Quickly, SMCI, uh, as that is... Ooh, a little bit of a fade. Isn't that funny that when I called Michael up, I'm like, hey, we're at 540. Maybe let's take some profit, but that could be way, way higher uh, tomorrow. All right, it's roll call time. So let's see who's here right now. All right, zoom down, zoom down. And I'm going to go 100, 100, 100. I'm going to hit some of these hearts. I'm going to hit the like. I'm going to hit the subscribe. Thanks, Sean from Pauly D. Great job today as always. Thank you so much. Nice trades from Kevin Gonzalez. You must have been watching. Thank you so much for that. It's Igor. It's Igor. Igor is here. Let's go. So right there, you. what's up to Igor? He's here as well. What's up to BMH? See, Igor, you put Igor, Igor. Igor, we sang you a little song. What's up, Igor? Hey, it's the Piper. What's up, everybody? Yo, you know, I know you're here, Daryl, man. Daryl, you know what? Daryl's giving me an idea. Daryl was one of the first traders to ever be on. I know, I know no one's here, so that's not going to work. Um, Daryl was one of the first traders on when we had guest traders on. Maybe we'll have a guest trader on. This is my show. Maybe we'll have a guest trader on at some point. But the problem is the guests are lined up, but I'm going to push them aside. Brian Shannon, move over. Daniel Shea, move over. Michael Noss, hit the road. We're going to have some guest traders on the show. You want that? We'll make that happen. What's up? It's the Piper. It's Daryl. It's Clutch LFG. God bless you and your family too, CompuCare. See you tomorrow to Lisa. Hey, we haven't seen you here before. What's up to Lisa? What's up to Ona? Oh, Lava One. All right, all right. I'll start taking some applications. Uh, what's up to Lava? What's up to Tony Price? Ronald's here and everybody. Jackie's here. You'll do it for free. Well, you think I'm going to pay you? I I'm doing this for free. No, you're going to come on the show. We're going to talk about trading and we're going to do it soon. Thank you so much for watching. I'm back here tomorrow at 8.30. You thought today I had some crazy trades on? Hopefully I can replicate this tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching. Marissa, I love you, and I'm on my way home very, very soon. Happy 12th birthday to my son. Tonight we go out. Should be a party time. I'll see everybody tomorrow. It's Trader TV Live at 8.30. Thanks for checking the recap show.